I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And, and we, we got, got next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, this week, got some very special people in the studio with us today. We have a very good friend of mine from college, Mr. Jesus. What's up, y'all? Jesus Guinto here. <laughs> I, I never know how to introduce myself in these things. Like, what are you supposed to say? Can I put in my LinkedIn? I need a job. Like, <laughs> like well, this is not the podcast for that. Uh, <laughs> hey, Zeus, would you like to... Uh, yeah, and also joining us today is Abril Negrete. I, I prefer a Brizzly. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to say anything. I was like, you know what? We're going to let Hey, Zeus mess up somebody's name and they fall it on me. <laughs> nah, it's all good. I want to thank you guys so much for coming in. Um... So the way that we, every time we have a guest, first question we ask, what got you guys into playing video games? You want to go first? Yeah. Um, I was a lonely teenager and I started, I had, we had computers at our high school. So I would, uh, I like, I got this like weird bootleg version of Tetris and I was the girl that had it and would pass it around to everybody on the flash drive. And wow. so I started with just straight up Tetris for hours. Okay. Well, uh, I was an accident baby, so uh, I got my older siblings is um, uh, the hand-me-down NES yeah. with one copy of Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and oh, Double Dragon. Yeah. That fucking game, the OG Double Dragon. I could not, I could not pass that game to this. I still can't pass like Super Mario Brothers either, but. That's what got me into into video games. The original okay. NES. Uh, and the reason we asked, we just want to see, you know, where everybody started playing video games. And actually, with you playing in high school, why did you not play before that? Did you just never got introduced to them, or? Well, I mean, I had a, a younger brother, and that was kind of his thing. I think I tried to play, like, scattered games. Now I played I played it with the uh, first Xbox. I played Halo Two with him a lot, and then I started getting kind of good at it. And he started getting kind of mad that I was kind of good at it. And my mom was just like, "Let him have it. Just just let him own it." And then I was like, "Fuck it. Uh, whatever." Okay. Well, the reason I ask is like you know, for some people they wait till they're introduced, you know, to something before they start doing it. Some people see a commercial, they ask their parents for it. Uh, so we've heard a lot of different ways of people getting into video games. And uh, yours just being in high school, that was the you know longest. Yeah. So I just really wanted to know what that was. But that makes a lot of sense, though, too. Because, like, you have younger siblings. Well, yeah. I don't spend a lot, well, I haven't spent any time at all with them. <laughs> well, because I, I have younger siblings as well, and it's like if they like something and they try to do it with you, but you're better than them, they will easily become upset. So I completely understand the parents like, yo, I'm not dealing with this. Let them have it. It's yeah. his thing. You go do your thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, my brother always used to beat me at Double Dragon, like all the time. But, I mean, he was a soccer star, so <laughs> they let me have the video game <laughs> abilities. <laughs> I don't know if they 
really let you, or you just decided, man, this running shit is bullshit. <laughs> I try to put that, dude. I'm such a bad Mexican. I do. I suck at soccer. I just do not get it. The only thing I'm good at is running. And then when I catch up to like the person that comes into the field, I just I don't know what to do with the ball. <laughs> I just don't. Like the coach is on the sidelines. Kick the ball that way. <laughs> Um. I'd say though, like when I actually did get into video games, where I was like playing on a console and like playing online, like multiplayer or whatever, it was entirely because I was also a teenager and I was still a lonely teenager. But then I had a bunch of aggression to get out, and that's when I got into Left 4 Dead, where I would just come home from high school, hate everybody, hate my parents, like. Hate myself and just like play for thirteen hours. And just... would you have my chemical romance playing in the background? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were supposed to say no, but okay. <laughs> but okay. Um also we've never had a girl that plays on. So I do want to ask you about the online community and how you get treated. Like, do you have a microphone to where people hear that you're a girl playing? And does that cause certain you know, people to just say as much. Do guys hit on you a lot when you're playing? <laughs> Actually, that's that's another thing. Do yeah. guys like hit on you or? Well, I mean, um, I never got into Call of Duty, and I never really played Halo online because I just couldn't deal with it. I, and like, it was that bad. It was that bad. Yeah, of course. Like, oh wow, terrible shit. Just like all the time. Um. And, of course, they're, like, 12-year-old boys that are, like, saying, like, their voice hasn't even, like, like, the balls <laughs> no, haven't dropped, but they're already objectifying women. Yeah. Um, and so I stayed away from those, and, like, I was playing, I played a lot of Left 4 Dead, right? So, um, just through, like, playing online multiplayer over and over again, you, like, find the right people for a team. And uh, it got to a point where, like, if anybody did say any kind of sexist shit, like, we would just kill them out of our team and just, like, fuck, leave, you know? Yeah. Okay, because, see, um, about, what, a month ago, we talked about some stereotypes that comes with gaming. Yeah. For the most part, they try yeah. to say that gaming is dominated by men, and it's really not. Uh, Isn't it, like, 48%? Yeah, 48% of gamers... Almost- are female gamers, but every time you ask a female gamer how their experience is online, it really feels as if that number's a lot lower. Because it's not like guys are acting like, oh, I play with a bunch of different female gamers. It's just like every time there's a female in the lobby, it's, you know... How big are your tits? It's like it's something just immediately sexual. And then after that, it's, man, why y'all making fun of the girls? I got you, baby. And it's like, no. Nah, <laughs> it's like, see, you're not really helping the situation. <laughs> um, so right before we started recording, uh, everybody asks us what we do and don't talk about. And in that conversation, it brought up a banned game. It's called Rape Lay. Speaking of women's studies. Yes. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, well, no, the game, well. Okay, I don't, I don't we, even want to. Let's just stop calling it a game. 
Okay, <laughs> this entity, this, this <laughs> bullshit, right? I believe when you put out energy into the world, it finds you back. So whoever made this game, I really hope they got raped or something after the fact. So Do you think it's a coping mechanism? Like how no, 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 they no got this raped. cannot be a coping Co- mechanism. I think they got raped after they made the game. Okay, like, so not like they got raped and they made the game as a coping, as in like okay. no, because the world gets back at them by raping them. This is the uh, plot <laughs> of this of this thing. If we can call it a plot. Uh, you play as some male person, yeah, and you get arrested for molesting a woman on a train. Yep. And about a year later, your bond is paid, and then you proceed to rape her and her two children, one of which appears to be under the age of 18. And there's actually a meter that you have to watch called the uh, impregnant or like pregnant it's meter, like, yeah. Like, because there's two there. endings where one ending she's pregnant and the other ending she's not pregnant. And by she, we don't mean the mom. We don't mean the middle girl. We mean like the, like the oldest, like the yeah. underage girl. Uh, it comes from Japan. Like, yeah. It's, it's, we don't it's, know what else to tell well, you. How is that an excuse? Oh, it comes from Japan. Oh, well, okay. you know, it works for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, the thing is about this game, it's not the only one of its kind. It's from an actual genre of yeah, games. Yeah, it's, it's a genre game. of games that are... But, okay, it's not a genre of rape games. Let's... <laughs> it's not... That's not the, the, I the idea. Was, I thought it was a genre no. of games where, like, you play as a character who is trying to, like... No. Attack women. It's sexual games. Anything from Japan that the idea is to have sex, it all falls under this... Umbrella of a genre. What's the yeah. name of the genre? It's something in Japanese. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not even gonna pretend like uh, I know. They, it. There's, I like, wanna... there's many names like where it's like there's something they call visual novels where you pick like options and shit like you know um, like a, a lot of games. Uh, one of these games, the visual novels that uh, you have to look through like the weird parts of the internet. But there was a visual novel where you're in this like institute where like there's a lot of girls. But they all have like a like a disability, and it's like a dating game, and you could date like a deaf girl, a girl with like burn scars. And, Yo, dude, and, no, but and but in here's this the thing: game, you have to like cater to each of them. Like, different. yes, I think wasn't it developed by like um like dudes on 4chan or something dude, like no that? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so crazy. I've not heard about. Oh that. my but, goodness, uh, I didn't think it was real. When I heard about that, I was like, that can't be real. That's so stupid. But, like, when people were explaining it to me, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it, okay, it made, it started to make sense when they were explaining it. I'm like, oh, my God, this could be, like, a real fucking thing. But now hearing it from you, like, so I it, not, you, you would have like, to go. Like, you have to go to some weird corners of the internet. I've been to those corners. But, like, maybe, maybe looking at this, maybe they're advocating for, like, understanding people you, with it, disabilities. You know, it, was one of, it, it has been one of the more tamer things to come out of 4chan. And, you know, if you, I actually downloaded That's a sad... You yeah. know, <laughs> it, it, fucking, it is sad as shit. But, like, it's, it's, if you, I actually downloaded and played because I was like, what the fuck? It was morally, like, the what the fuck factor of the game that made me download it and play it. You did download it and play it? I did. And, you know, I'm going to be real. It was surprisingly sweet. It was, like. So, so it wasn't, like, super, like, 
left field like dark. It was like you're yeah. really trying to take. I mean, it was it was kind of a bummer to play through because, <laughs> no, because no, sorry, but like it's like okay, so it does, I think it started. It opens up with like this one girl, you know, and she's like mute. Okay, the next girl you meet, burn scars. And the next one is in a wheelchair, and it's like, oh, fuck, when does it end, you know? like. Do you, like, level up with every base that you hit with them, or...? It's not sexual, Abril, okay? But, no, yeah, it was, it was, it was weird, man, it was, but it wasn't... Wouldn't that be super cool? Like, not cool. Wouldn't that be weird? What, dating a girl that was, like, in a wheelchair is like, well... We can't dine in dash because we gotta load somebody up in the whip. Like, no, like, no, like you get like extra like bonus like skills like because you dated a girl who like couldn't talk, you can read. So you can sign, better. you know. You can yeah. sign better, so like now you can talk to these other chicks. It's yeah. like you're learning as you go, and you become more efficient. Like you are now dater. gold level in compassion. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was strangely like it did make you build compassion. It really did. <laughs> Um, that might be the weirdest game I've ever heard. Nope, take that back. Rape Play still takes... Rape Play is still number one. Number two is this. No, I think number one is the Christopher Dormer experience, where you're trapped inside the cabin inside the woods where yeah. Christopher Dormer was found dead at. They like, yeah. And you run around shooting cops, and you have to collect chicken and watermelon to keep your health up. <laughs> while the song, nigga, 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 plays in the background. I kid you not. This is the exact game that you're that playing. That is the game. That's uh, probably number one. I on should have laughed at that. Great play number two, or like they're like interchangeable. Yeah, number one. they're they're interchangeable. interchangeable number one. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, this, this is really messing me up. Come back from that. I don't know how we come back, so I'm just gonna make like a hard left and get us back to it on the track. Um. The Video Game Awards just happened. We talked about this very briefly on the last podcast. Um, so I wanted to get your opinion. When it came to Best Shooter of the Year, you went to this game called Splatoon for the Wii U. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm, if I had the money, I would be a Nintendo fanboy, but I don't because I'm fucking a 20-year-old millennial and I'm broke as shit right now. But, I, I mean... It's fair. Um... I hear, I hear that it's very innovative, because like what you got for most first-person shooters is like you have Call of Duty, or you have like it goes veers off to like the sci-fi element with like you know Halo, and you got those. But here you have like these fucking squid people, yeah. fucking tagging places and shit. And apparently, like a lot of people were like, "Yo, like this is actually pretty fucking fun." See, I played it at like the GameStop and stuff, and yeah. it's pretty cool. Like I was playing it; it was just like a demo and everything. And because you can't really move the Wii U controller yeah. very well, it wasn't like super intuitive and fun. But I'm pretty sure playing at the house, I just want to know is how they managed to pick that as number one shooter. Like, I didn't get to play the full game, so obviously yeah. I can't like really comment negatively about it. Yeah. But I want to know like what is it outside of, like those mechanics that made it be number one? Because they still could have picked like Fallout. Fallout could technically be considered a shooter. You could still say Call of Duty, obviously. You still say what? Rainbow Six wasn't out at the time. No, Rainbow yeah. Six is gonna count for the next Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront would have came out right. There are so many time. other shooting games that have been out. Yeah. When that game was out, that it just kind of like, whoa, like this game is really left field. And the 
the the one that caught me the most off guard, even though I enjoyed playing it, was best sports game of the year. It went to Rocket League, which, <laughs> um, in case you don't know, uh, you drive an RC car and play soccer with it. It's really fun. It, that sounds brilliant. No, it's no. super addictive. Like, don't get me wrong, but. I want to know, like to me, all the new additions to FIFA, all the new additions to Madden, 2K16 uh, falls to the, well, I'm sorry, NBA Live is below NBA 2K16, but those two didn't really have as many innovations as I expected, Yeah. but I really felt like FIFA, um, like that's now an incredibly realistic yeah. soccer game. Uh, so I can kind of get why it didn't take best video game, but at the same time, like, it's so realistic. But I think it's, I, I actually do think it's a good thing they're shedding a light on these type of games because it shows, um, well, innovation, because you talk about, well, shit, every year we get a new Madden, we get a new yeah. FIFA, we get a new 2K, but it's, it's, um, but then you get like something like Rocket League or Splatoon where they, you know, where it's within the genre and but it's it changes it it's different you know yeah. so you're not you know always kind of doing the same thing you know uh, and then the last thing that we that we really went over was um, video game of the year you know the biggest honor that you can receive yeah. uh, went to The Witcher three uh, Wild Hunt I think is the full yeah. title yeah. Um, over Fallout four over. Um, I don't remember what else was even in the category for Over it. Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. What? Metal Gear Solid 5, Fallout, and which are like the top three frontrunners for it. I think that Far Cry was on the list too. Oh. Okay. Far Cry was a pretty good game. The next one looks pretty good too. The next one looks good. The last <laughs> one? So you're saying the last one was trash? Because I didn't, I didn't get a chance to really play it. I, I got a great chance to play it. I sold it back. <laughs> I want to say something. I used to say, I was like, yo, this game is like the same game. It's kind of it like a cycle. It, it, it was. It was Far Cry And he was, like, he was like, no, man, no, it's not recycled. Because I never used to play Far Cry at the park. I was like, bro, this yeah. is like the same game we last No, time. Far Cry 3 was really good. I, Far Cry 4 was garbage. I thought Far Cry 4 was like just different enough to be like, okay, you can ride fucking alpacas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ride, you know, <laughs> elephants and shit with tanks on, like, guns yeah. on them. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. But, you know, after hearing people's review of it, I'm just like, really? Maybe the story wasn't as good as I thought it was. No, that story was dumb. Oh, that bad? For Far Cry 4? Hmm. Yeah. No, I thought at first this was going to be really cool, and then I was like, this is really stupid. Can I just ask? Yes. Um, if you're writing alpacas, why do you need story? Because writing alpacas <laughs> is not worth $60 of my time. <laughs> but, uh, so the story for Far Cry 4 is you go back to your mom's native lands, right? In the mountains, you're going to spread her ashes. But then the guy that is now in charge of it, like, picks you up, says, hey... I'll help you do that. I gotta go take care of something. So then you follow him. This is literally the first fucking mission. <laughs> you follow him, basically, 
find out that he's torturing somebody. And then the rest of the game from that point forward is like, how do I get this guy out of office? And then you go back to like your mom's home village and shit. And there's like a brother and sister both fighting to be like head of the village. So they just argue with each other. And then you pick which one you're going to follow for like each mission. And that's it. Uh, So. So you're a political organizer? (laughs) Yeah, like, no, not really. I feel like you're like me. a hired gun. See, I feel like it was me. I'll just be like, all right, you torture that person. I have nothing to do with this. Yeah, like, spread the ashes. Let me no. get out of here. Like, okay, see, you would have left no. the person being tortured. Yeah, yeah. See, no, well, that's the other part. I'm in a totally different country. country. Did they have it coming? Like, were they torturing a fascist? Were they torturing like? Don't a... know. I didn't really. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I did not finish the game because it was a piece of shit. Also, <laughs> also. If you did want to do what Chris said and just spread the ashes, when he left to go torture the person, you just had to stay in the fucking room for 15 minutes. Really? Yep. So I beat the game uh, by staying in the room for 15 fucking minutes what? and sold the shit back. Bro, that should have game of the year for the most honest fucking thing. You can either but, choose to play this game or, or you can just like skip past and even and win. And even the craziest part was after you like put her ashes there and you're about to spread them, you know, the dude was like, hey, whenever you're done come back here to me. So you walk into the building, walk back to him. He was like, you want to go blow shit up? And then you don't get to do anything. Credits roll you as you're getting in the helicopter again. And then I'm guessing you go blow shit up. But you don't get to do it. That is the most honest game I've ever played in my life. I've always wondered, like, well, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? And people always go, well, there wouldn't be a game or it wouldn't be a movie. But that's the most <laughs> honest fucking thing. I wish all movies had that. Where it was like, Okay, either we can go investigate this weird ass sound in this haunted house, or we can just leave. And they like the ultimate ending is like them to be like, nope, fuck that, I'm out. Everybody, it was like the horror movie scenario. Yeah. Like instead of like actually, they're like, yo, let's go camp out in these fucking shady ass woods where it's been reported that murders happen very and that one, often. That one friend's like, nope, fuck it, let's just stay <laughs> yeah. here. Right, let's it's the sensible fucking friend, right, <laughs> right. We could even get racial here. We're like you know, it's like the white people doing the crazy shit. Like, you know. but, but see, I, I was I was trying to make an argument for Fallout Four before the video game awards. Since then, I've really sat back and, and tried to think about what's the game that I've loved the most this year, and it was Until Dawn. Um, it was a horror survival game where every decision you made determined if somebody lived or died and you controlled eight people's lives so uh me deciding to take this shortcut could effectively kill the person you're using or save somebody else you know it's like yeah the butterfly effect you have no clue what each choice is going to do until you play the game like one time and what is this on it's on playstation 4 exclusively okay which is probably the reason that it didn't really have a great shot because it was yeah. an exclusive title. But the reason that I would say that it was game of the year is because I had only killed one person and I had one decision left. <laughs> you killed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you killed, killed, then I killed three more fucking people. <laughs> final decision. Uh, had seven alive. Told the chick to run out the house and flip a light switch. Three people died. Uh, so I made it out with four. And that was the greatest fucking game. 
But, like, you do start to, like, think, okay, well, if I do this, what's going to happen? If I do this, what's going to happen? And, like, you can try to be the person that, like, reads all these articles, you know, how to save everybody. Or you can just play the game. But you have to do it in this perfect way for all seven to live. And you can do it in a way that nobody makes it. That everybody dies. But whoever makes it, you watch them doing the police interview at the end. See, I like games like that. That's why I think I love the Telltale series so much. It's because like you can play through and yeah, the story is pretty much set to an extent. But like I played The Walking Dead, I was playing season two again on PlayStation because it's like, you know, PSN games. It's free. And it's just like I'm playing as Clementine and I'm seeing all the shit happen and it gives you these like scenarios where you can save people, you can be a total dick to people. And I think it's funny in The Walking Dead too, because it's like a fucking like ten year old girl and they're like revealing these super secrets like one chick's pregnant, she's like I don't know if Alvin's the dad or not. Like, why are you telling a fucking ten-year-old you don't know who the dad is and stuff in the zombie apocalypse? But it's just like I think games like that are so good, where it's like it puts you in these intense or sometimes life or death situations, and they give you an option like save this person or save this person, take this shortcut or no, make noise, distract this person or not. And depending on what you do, it affects the game later, and it makes you really question yourself as like, what would I do, and if you made the right decision. Because I had so many times I was like, did I really make the right decision saving this person? Because I never, we were playing, and like, I, he was live streaming until dawn. There's a moment where he has to choose, choose between two people, and I see it coming, I'm like, all right, fuck Josh, we don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally take, like, fuck Josh. <laughs> so, do you, like, are you, like, driving down the road, and you're like, man, I really shouldn't have killed that chick. You're like, wow, I, I really didn't make the right decision. Well, no, <laughs> it's just, like, sometimes, yeah, it's like, you gotta play like, like, what does this mean about my soul? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah no, because they also show you, like, the percentages of people that did the same thing mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. Oh. So that way you could be like, okay, a lot of people So you, like, that. you feel really, like, oh, thank yeah. Somebody else killed Josh. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> justify, like... Yeah. How do you feel about, like, people potentially, like, developing their moral fiber from these video games? No. Oh, that's, no, that's gonna happen. I think, that, I think it has to be. Because, no, like, that, people... that's an honest thing to bring up is because video... What? A lot of people, and I, and I hate to even say it, a lot of people view what they do in video games yeah. as... Like, for games like that, they've truly tried to put themselves in that scenario, and it tests their moral, you know, integrity. And for somebody that maybe isn't strong-minded, that could really mess somebody up. Or they could play it and be like, you know what? Fuck everybody. And then actually take on this fuck everybody mindset. But I feel like that falls underneath more or less how people view video games is like they cause people to be violent. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it causes. See, because, yeah. I think it's the person's already not strong-willed to, like, know right and wrong and do right. Yeah, like, like, video games, like any other, like, form of art, though, can influence, like, somebody's, like, way of thinking. Like, somebody could read, like, what was it, like, Mein Kampf and be like, oh, okay, cool, and then just accept it as an idea. But then you have the other people that would be like, okay, no, I need to go kill some people, you know? Yeah. You know, so Well, I, actually, I think uh, I think video games do serve a purpose because that's yeah. what they were for me when I was growing up. Like, where 
you can go online and you can play these games and you can be the worst, horrible, most like horrible fucking person you want to be, and it and just you... helps deal with the it so that you don't go out and shoot people in the so real wait, world. So wait, so is yeah? that why rape play was developed? No, no, that is no, no, way too far, no, too far. No, 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 so the guys like. I really want to go out and rape somebody, but instead, let me make a video game about it. No, just like, like all right, so I, I, you know, like, thinking, like, oh, I don't fit in anywhere, I don't really like people, I'm going to, like, be the most, like, okay person, and then I'm going to go home, and I'm going to blow shit up on my console. See, I have a hard time being like that, though. Like, even in, like, certain games, like, Until Dawn, now if someone rubs me really the wrong way, I can be like, yeah, fuck Josh, I <laughs> Yeah, let's kill Billy, I don't care. But, like, in most situations, I try to be as like, open and nice to everybody as yeah. possible, as I'll be in real life. I mean, I know I wouldn't be in the situations in real life. I'll be like, no, fuck this shit, I'm out. But, like, <laughs> because I'm in this situation, I try to be like, all right, how would I feel if I was in this situation? How I feel if I was there? How can I be there for everybody? Like, in The Walking Dead, I was trying to hold the group together the whole entire time. Even though I knew what happened, even though I know who dies and what I have to do, <clears throat> I would still, like, tell people, like, we should keep the group together. I know you're being a dick right now, but it's okay. I forgive you. Yeah, this happened, but it's all right. Okay, I'll do this intense, scary shit because you don't want to do it even though I'm a 10-year-old girl in the game. <laughs> like, literally, there's a part where you have to, like, crawl through, like, this... It's like a little uh, shield. And, okay, you're inside of... <laughs> I'm trying to explain this. You're trying to get inside this gift shop, and you know, like, little guardrail things that come down over, like, the table where they... Yeah. Sell yeah. shit at. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you have to crawl underneath it because there's water back there and to unlock the door. And you, the people look around like, I don't know how to get in. We could kick the door down, but it can attract walkers. And so you have the option to go in yourself or try to kick the door down. And they're looking at you like, yeah, we can send a 10-year-old girl in there because it's totally safe, right? And you end up going, and it's like, oh, there's a zombie in there. <clears throat> now you had an option to be like, fuck you guys, kick it down. Or you could be like, all right, I'll do it. I'll take care of it. And like step up, yeah. And I people like, okay, I'll just do it because I don't want to make you guys feel uncomfortable with trying to make a fucking ten year old do something. So <laughs> I'll, just, I'll I'll nut up and do this shit. <laughs> uh, but no, like that's the thing is like a lot of times video games are used as you know a release. You know, uh, games like Grand Theft Auto, games like Call of Duty, more the violent games are typically used for I'm having a super shitty day fuck this I'm gonna go shoot some shit and blow something up but you know if I go shoot shit and blow stuff up outside of my house I'm going to be arrested (laughs) but aside from that I just you know like it's just not okay to do that Yeah. yeah well it's just that thought of like okay now I could go be a dick in real life and then have serious, serious consequences. I can go be a dick online and I don't have to give a fuck. And a lot of people would just rather go be a dick online and not do illegal dumb shit. I think, uh, well, yeah. (laughs) Well, we can hope, right? Yeah, we can only hope. But, I, I mean, like, I think that there's a lot of, like, really therapeutic benefits to playing video games. I like, think, yeah. uh, left, I, I have this, like, terrible clown phobia, you know, like, uh, there's one time I, like, saw one while I was driving down the street, cried for, like, half an hour, 
I was like 18. Um, I'll freak out too. If I was just driving and randomly saw a clown, I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? There's no circus here. And I'd like, like get seriously upset. I couldn't even, I can't even deal with it in like movies or anything. But I played Left 4 Dead 2 and they have the uh, Dark Carnival yeah. uh, chapter. And I like got a lot. I got a lot out there, you know? And now I can like kind of tell it. I won't cry. I mean, I feel uncomfortable, <laughs> but I won't cry. Well, see, that's good, man. Like, but I think there's a, that video games get a really bad rap as far as the effect that they have on like kids. Yeah, and see, that's the only thing that we covered in the myths. Uh, they ran tests. At, I don't remember which major university, yeah. but they took people and they had to play three hours of some violent game a day for like thirty days. The other people were playing, like, Little Big Planet or something really child-friendly. And there was no effect whatsoever between the two. There was no signs of of increased anger, no signs of a shorter fuse. Like, everybody walked out the exact same way they walked in. And it was just like, so it has no effect whatsoever. But it's also the same thing as like, oh, that rock music's gonna make our kids violent, and then rap music's gonna make our kids violent, and then look at that guy that what? died during the soccer game. Soccer makes kids violent. See, well, I think there's a difference between like violence and like perceiving people's attitudes and personalities in a negative sense. Like, if a kid was to play, you know, um, Until Dawn, and see how some of the people acted, and they're like, they see other people play like. You're live streaming it, and you're like, we're like, oh yeah, fuck Josh, he's a dick, he's super weird to us, we don't like that. If a kid was to see that, they would be like, if people act like that to me, they're probably a bad person. They could associate that more easily than being like, because I can shoot people on Call of Duty, I can shoot people in real life. You see what I'm saying? Because we learn that from our parents too. If someone cut, someone cuts off our parents as we were kids, and they're like, oh fuck you, you know, flipping people off, road rage. As a kid, we probably saw that, and now when someone cuts us off. Even though we're not in a rush, we're not racing to go anywhere, yeah. it still makes us mad. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, So, yeah. like, seeing those personality traits that are deemed negative by other people, and, like, we see that, oh, yeah, 67% of people killed Billy because he, you know, yelled at his girlfriend and we didn't like that. <laughs> the kids might see that and be like, oh, because you're yelling at this chick, you're a bad person instantly. Because it's like a learned behavior. Okay. So I, I can see that being more effect, effective and like affecting of like smaller children than it being like, oh, I'm playing GTA 5, I'm going to kill prostitutes and steal cars, and now I can think of doing real life. Do, do you like small children play GTA 5? Uh, yeah, yes. I work with kids, and a lot of kids I work with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like small fifth grade girls yes. that talk about, oh, I play GTA 5, and I ran over yes. these cops and this, that, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> I Do did. you know how funny it is to like take a katana and just just <laughs> prostitutes up? I I did read uh, this article. They like ran a study, and there's like uh, like kids with like really severe nightmares are being treated by like having them play video games because they found that like when they're uh, they have their the control over this like interactive world that they're like aware of, um, they have more control over their dreams as well. So that's pretty cool. That, I haven't heard that said. I mean, it's like give and take. You know what I mean? Because we can look at it like, oh, it, it does make people violent, but that also could be like this very super small percentage of people that are very susceptible. 
Yeah. It could be a super small percentage of kids that's susceptible like that. And it could be a small percentage of adults that are like, I know a bunch of adults who are easily swayed by something. Yeah. Know? So, but still, like, there's, like, being easily swayed, you know? And then there's, like, going out and committing a violent act somewhere, you know? Yeah. like they, And I feel like, I mean, if you're going to go out and do something horrible like that, you had something wrong far before the video games came yeah. along. And see, like, it doesn't help when, like, stories about the... Oh, high school junior, like five years ago, when Halo came out, he had broke his leg, and he was a football athlete. Yeah, he had to like um, do rehab, so he couldn't, you know, play sports anymore. So he would yeah. go home. His parents bought him an Xbox, bought him Halo. Watching him play it, they were like, "No, you're not gonna play that at all." So then the kid like went into his parents' bedroom grabbed his dad's gun, shot both of them, left them both on the couch, as he played Halo. and went back to his room and played more Halo. Yeah, that's what they found him. Like, playing Halo was his parents did inside the house with him. Now, obviously, there was something wrong with him beforehand. I won't, yeah. I won't attribute that to Halo. Like, oh, Halo yeah, no, I'm not going to attribute that to video games. I'm saying, like, him shattering his leg and not being able to do what he loves... And then finding else something that he enjoys and having that taken away again. He snapped. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Like, there's some people that they need specific things in their life. Well, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm not right, gonna say. But weed doesn't work the same for all people because we've all been with that one person that's like gets all paranoid on weed too. You just know you have to work yourself out of that. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. do. Because I remember when I like. I remember I had smoked so much I'd actually gotten sick. And then for the longest time after I would smoke, I would start to feel nauseous. But it was just my mind. And then eventually I was just like, fuck, I'm just going to, you know, blaze up. And I felt better about it because, like, I wasn't worried. Yeah. But for, like, at least a year afterwards, I was not only afraid to smoke weed most of the time, but when I did, I would be like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. I feel like I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. Just because of that traumatic experience. Yeah. Like, I had never gotten sick before while smoking until one time. I think the key to enjoying being high is to just allow yourself to enjoy being high. And that is like, you might make an ass of yourself because you're fucking high, you know? Let it happen. Let it happen. <laughs> yeah, like, Let it happen. Embrace yeah. it. Same thing with like being drunk to an extent. Like, I feel yeah. like to an extent because also... Yeah, once you get to a certain level, there yeah. is no coming back. Once you piss yourself, you can't come back from pissing yeah, yourself. Once you black out, it's just like, it's a wrap. Whatever you do, it's whatever you do. Yeah. You have to live with that. Um... But see, I think that that video games get such a bad rap just because it's imagery that you control. You control who dies, who lives, who does this, who does that, for the most part. I mean, it all depends on the story of the game. But you could play Grand Theft Auto and barely kill people. Or you can play Grand Theft Auto and not a single human being lives. You know what I mean? So the fact that you have so much freedom scares people. And it makes them think that, well, my kid can do whatever they want in this and I don't want them to think that that's ever okay. Well, if you just tell your kids, hey, killing people in real life is not okay... You shouldn't really have much more to worry about if you're just, you know. I think the a people, parent. yeah, but the people that 
like have such a problem with these video games. Like I think I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm stereotyping here, but like you you're you're rather upset at like an, you're finding an escape goat. Yeah. As to rather just being like, yo, here is the game. We trust you enough to know to not be stupid enough to actually know that yes, you can kill hookers here, but obviously you cannot fucking do that in real life. Like, you know, yeah. I think as a parent, you got to do your job. Like, me as a parent, if I had my kid and he was like seven, I'd be like, yo, can I get GTA? And I'd be like, okay. But I, I, I would, but I could say okay because me as a parent, I'd be like, okay, I think I've done, or I hope I've certainly done a, a good job as a parent to know that I've raised my child to know that the things he is exposed to in a video game won't make him do these things in real life. Because you could read a book. You could watch a movie. Shit, you could uh, go to an art gallery. Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, yeah. Was, they were like, oh no, Catcher in the Rye makes people violent because who was found with it? Oh, uh, the dude the that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, what the, uh, Catcher in the Rye is just about an angsty kid. Like, yeah. yeah. I read that book 52 times. See, my angsty. question is this. Okay, we have this mindset as, as a whole, we all kind of be Yeah. So your 13 year old comes to you and goes, Hey, I want to buy GTA. I want to get GTA Five. Can you yeah. get it for me? I can't buy it myself. And you're like, you can't do this in real life. You know, you can play this game. What if your kid comes to you and says, I want to play Ray Blade? No. You, the, you would. That mindset you just had, you could apply it to Ray Blade too. I could. Now, you but if I won't even allow myself to play that shit, <laughs> not because I think I would ever do that, but that game is. so... So horrible. So there is a line. There is a line. But to me, the line is if, if my 13 year old son was coming in and asking me if he can play a game that's strictly about sexually abusing women, that's something that I'm not okay with. Because not that I think that that's going to make you go do it in real life. Because you're not okay with it. It's so. Japan, <laughs> so Japan can make some very visually yeah. amazing games, and I do not trust the group of creators of Rayplay to make that look like garbage. <laughs> See, I, I also feel like with this, it's really just us thinking our right, kids gonna do it, like after they play it. Mm. But I want to find not necessarily find the line and like me find it, but I'm saying like. When people tell me about it and they're like, oh, I don't want my kid playing GTA 5 because they might do it in real life. Or because I don't feel comfortable with that. I want to find that line because when you have games like Rayblade or a game like Manhunt where it's like very hyper graphic, like, you know, you're killing people, like really yeah. gruesomely killing people. And it's like, okay, I let my kid play. I got to play when I was like in middle school. I played that game. I had no problem with it. My mom understood. She was like. If you do this shit in real life, you're going to go to fucking jail. I'm not going to claim your ass. <laughs> and she was like, but I'm going to get you this game because you really want to play it. And there are other people who are like, my son will never play this. My daughter will never see this shit. They can't, you know. Uh, but there's like a line. There is I like a it's, line. It's like it's like when people aren't allowed to like drink in their household and then they like turn 21 and they fucking go crazy. Yeah. And see, I, to me it's like, the only reason I would say no to, like, Rayplay, but I'd be okay if they were playing GTA or Manhunt or anything like that, is the effects of, like, sexual images to a mind in the early stages of puberty as well as before puberty. 
Because that study has showed mm-hmm. a lot of damage can actually come if you view porn or pornographic material a lot in those years when your brain is actually developing you become not only like desensitized to like naked people or anything like that it if you're watching like aggressive porn that's what you think all sex is and i I wouldn't want them to like play rape lay and then start to get this idea that that's how you have sex. Like, to me, it's just like, not that I'm worried that, like, my parenting wouldn't be good. I don't want outside images getting to you before I've even thought me and you really need to sit down and have a discussion <laughs> about what sex is and all of that. Well, I mean, obviously, rape was like, a super, like... Yeah. That's a super extreme example. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you have to use, like, an extreme example, too, to find that, like, balance where you're like, okay, how far would you just... We know never. Yeah. And then there's a point where it's like, GTA 5, hmm, maybe. Then you, like, kind of, like, incrementally go from there. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I let them play rape, like, because at, at that point, you're like, well, they can play the CRISPR Dorner experience. They can yeah. play, um... Any sort of game, you know, I don't care. Like, there's no going backwards from that. Yeah. I think by giving some space, like you said, like your your mom knew what you were playing. She would like, if there's a kind of a dialogue like that, yeah. you like, you have more control actually over what your kids are doing because you're like, all right, I'll give some. You know, you can play GTA, but you're not going to play a game about rape. Too far. Yeah. Too far. And I see, and I think that's the thing is, is you gotta talk because. Kids are going to play this shit. They're going to play it anyway. They're going to go over to their friend's house and play it. Their friend's older brother's yeah. going to get it. <laughs> so yeah. My kids really come home and like, like, yeah, we were at my friend's house playing rape, but I'm like, fuck that friend. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the parents. Those parents know, fuck them too. But, I mean, I think, like, we just touch about Rape is the, bad. You can't go to Billy's house yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be that parent that just, you got to, like, bring up your kid to, like, let them know, no, rape is not okay, like. No. Also, like, having the kind of relationship with your kid when they're like, hey, so I was over at their house, and we were playing a game about rape. It was kind of weird. And you're like, That's yep. like, I knew I raised them well. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Model uh, <laughs> No, but, like, uh, like, with my dad, he had played some video games before, and he had played, like, the early Mortal Kombat's and whatnot, and he was like, this stuff looks horrible. Not like it's... It's extremely graphic, but the graphics are so terrible, there's no way that Dom could even be like, his head got ripped off. Because a lot of the violence in video games are very, how's it, like, fantastical. Like, like you're taking katanas to hookers. Like, like, imagine reading that headline in the newspaper. Like, uh, no, quick question. What's the best weapon for home defense? Dude, I'm a, okay, I'm gonna get really fucking weird with this. The katana. I was gonna say a dildo. Because it's it's just pure shock value. Just dude, it, that's why it was a cheat in uh, San Andreas. You could use a dildo and just like imagine if a home intruder came in. Like say he's not armed with a gun, but you have like your double ended dildo. <laughs> Like battery power. My double ended dildo. <laughs> Hold up! Don't put that on me. I, yeah, no. I wouldn't even have that inside my house. Yeah, no. <laughs> that hits close to home, Jesus. I'm just saying for home defense and conversation piece. 
Just to have a dildo right there. Just, just, but see, like, do you have a double-sided dildo? Not yet, but when I move into my new house, you make, can make sure I'm a vet and best. So, so you have vet. one, does it vibrate or no? I mean, it's up to you, when, your personal taste. You you What's your know? personal taste, scissors? I, you know, I find the biggest and blackest one I can find, you know. It's more intimidating that way because of racism. But, With the most veins. <laughs> <laughs> the most veiniest, biggest one possible. But the thing is about, it's like a lot of this violence that is Big, portrayed black, and is very, like, it's very fantastical. Like, you know, like, like Skyrim. That's a hella-ass violent game. Can you just compare giant dildo to Skyrim? Yes. Because, like, <laughs> but you don't, like, like, you don't see, like, mass shootings happening with, like, fucking bows and arrows and shit. Like, yeah. that is true. So, but, like, it's, like. It's, it's also hard to do. But you know, and I think by making this violence so fantastical, you you make it clear that this is fantasy, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and people can you know, and once it becomes like it's put in that fantasy realm, you can clearly distinguish it from like real life, you know? Yeah. But with that game like Ray Play, it's like where you're on a subway and you're like, "Okay, okay, let's two. Too like in depth, like you know. See, like, I feel like that's more or less being like you become more desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. Same with like Mortal Kombat. Like back in the day, Mortal Kombat was super blocky and ugly. Yeah. And yeah, at the time, it was like, oh, it's so graphically advanced. The blood looks real. They banned it. But like they saw the shit that we have now. Yeah. Where people's like faces are being sliced off and shit, like brains are falling yeah. out. Like if kids back then saw that, they would be more desensitized now. And my mom can't watch certain movies because she's like, oh, there's too much gore, and I'm like, it's not gory at all. She yeah. said her scariest movie growing up was the original Knives of Living Dead in, like, black and white. Yeah. And she was like, it was so scary to her. I'm like, this is not scary. It's a bunch of, like, yeah. white people walking very slowly in a field. Like, <laughs> and shooting the one black guy. Yeah, they shot the one black guy. That was, like, so scary to her. And I was like, I've watched Dawn of Dead where, like, all these shits are running after you. I'm watching The Walking Dead where it's, like, constantly, like, these decaying things. I'm playing Mortal Kombat. I'm becoming slowly desensitized to it, I feel, where I'm, like... I can see, you know, Mortal Kombat X, and I can see these fatalities. Oh, that's cool. But if I show my grandma, she'd be like, oh my God, what is this? But does being desensitized, like, make us more prone to doing it, though? That's the thing. No, the thing is, we are desensitized to this wonderful gore of this beautifully artistic gore, basically. If you were to go fucking... Chop a nigga's face in half in real life, you would fucking vomit. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that like everybody can just do it, but that's why we have those weird websites. I remember there was one this guy tried to show me in high school, and it was about like it was literally just like these like crazy ways people die, and it would be like these like people taking pictures of it or videos of like. Oh, this car wreck, and this guy had glass in his face, and he's like dying, and someone's taking yeah. a video of it. And just somebody's on the like scene. Yeah, their and, and, and we have these. Videos, even on Facebook, and I'll see like, oh, the, you know, his, the Mexican mafia catches this snitch, and yeah. like they're chopping this person's head off on Facebook, and there are like so many views and comments. People yeah. are like, oh my god, this is crazy. Other people are like, damn, like you know, they don't even care. And I feel like to an extent, us as a generation, we are becoming desensitized to that stuff, and that's that's why it's out there. Like, why would anybody want to move up on somebody? You know, there might be like maybe five or ten people out of yeah. every one hundred that want to do it, but I feel like that number is slowly growing because. With movies, horror movies, all it is now is gore. It's not necessarily like just like scary shit. It's like you know, the last Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween. It's like literally they have sex, they die. Have sex, die. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's not like scary shit. 
I don't think that those people that are, like, going up and recording these things and, like, sharing this stuff, I don't think it's because, like, they've been programmed by media. I think they're just assholes. I mean, a good percentage of them are, honestly. Like, <laughs> because, like, if you got, like, shit, like, glass in your face, I'm not gonna be like, oh, shit, yo, let me get this for world star. No, like, I'm gonna be just like, yo, dude, I'm fucking calling ambulance, like, right now, like, you know? Yeah, I mean, we are, like, I'm speaking about, like, just in general, like, the fact that there are high school kids who are willing to, like, look at it. Maybe there are a percentage of them that are assholes. The rest of them was, are curious. But that's, but see, I was know. one of those kids. I totally went on those websites. You, like, I, like, at them? I like looked at all the different ways that people died, and I was like, "Whoa, this is unbelievable." See, but I don't, I don't think that you're an asshole. I don't think you're the type of person to be like, "I'm gonna record this." It's like yeah. seeing that if you went on a website every single day for a year and seeing it for a year, if someone was like, "Yo, this shit happened today," or like you were driving down the street, and you saw it. You like even now we see a wreck on the highway. What do we do? We look. Yeah. We look really hard. But my mom, she won't look. She's like, I can't look. If I see blood, I'm going to, like, pass out. I can't handle seeing someone. Well, I think that... But me, I'm, like, staring. Well, then yeah. these things are outlets, though, because what what these do are, like, it kills the curiosity. Like, you know, like, like it's an outlet. Like, say, okay, shit. Chopping hookers up with katanas. Like, <laughs> you get to do it. Hey, Zeus, do you like, want to kill the hookers? <laughs> Uh, you know what? That's why I got GTA for it. So I can do it there. And, uh, you know, I'm not killing poor innocent sex workers here, you know? <laughs> and see, and, and I, I think that's the important of it. Where, like, where, like, you know, we see all these gory movies and stuff. And, like, we, we kill the curiosity. We, like, we kill it. And then it doesn't, like, it, we don't, like, harbor it inside us. And it just kind of, it's building up, building up, building up. and just That's true. And we don't blow up. We don't snap. That, so, like, I, I feel like... Violent video games could work like that, you know. Yeah, I really just want to get high and ride an alpaca. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, st- I'm still hung up on that. You know, part. like the best game okay. to like smoke. the alpaca part wasn't even that cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, you know the elephant riding was it's cool. Dumb. It's cool. Okay, you know the best game to smoke and play huh. is what was that Pac-Man game you had? Oh, uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition. So it's like, what? it's Pac-Man, all these crazy, do you have that on here? Is it a compilation of, like, old Pac-Man? Yeah, I just read that one. No, it's, like, literally, like, this, like, super trippy. Okay, so, like, for the championship <clears throat> thing with Pac-Man, yeah. they play this game. So, like, there's different levels and whatnot, but it's all with neon lights. So there's one map that I know that he's talking about for sure. That only where your Pac-Man and the ghosts are is lit up. Everything else is pitch black. And it's like, you get like the power pellets. And the whole point is like, get as many ghosts following you as once. And once you get a power pellet, you turn around and chomp them in a row. And you get like bonus multipliers. And the more multipliers you get, the faster you move. It's like literally, you're like building this huge chain of ghosts. And they're like following you around and the noise and like just the lights are flashing you get the power pellet you're like eating it's so legit when you're like smoking I'm so serious if, <laughs> if we can play this before you guys leave I hope you have it like I think I have it if you don't have it I think it's on PlayStation 4 it should be now oh I just got the PS3 back today so yeah. either way we'll have it um, it's legit but I want to thank you guys so much for coming in and doing this podcast with us um, 
Would you like to put your LinkedIn after how much you talked about killing hookers with katanas? I mean, I don't think I'm going to be employable after that, but, you know. Um, <laughs> so, just, so just don't do that. You can put your Twitter. <clears throat> if you want people to follow you on Twitter. Now, I surprisingly do not have a Twitter. Uh, now, if you're yeah. a pimp, you keep your holes in line. My friend Jesus is LinkedIn account. <laughs> <laughs> he has a katana. <laughs> Do you have a Twitter or anything that you would like people to reach uh, out Instagram, to? Instagram. Instagram. I post up uh, really cute pictures of things. Of alpacas. Oh. <laughs> I need to go to a petting zoo, man. <laughs> that is okay, so what's, what's your Instagram? Uh, at a real negative. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's spelling that. <laughs> Well, mine's just Chorizo Messiah on Instagram right there. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you're so fucking unhireable. <laughs> Chorizo Messiah. Well, it's like, it's like, no. Like, having the name Jesus is like, you just gotta roll with, like, Jesus puns. Like, yo, like, for real. Chorizo, though? I, mean, I love it, Chorizo. It's delicious. I love this shit. I had it this morning. Yeah. They used to have that at uh, Chipotle. That was a sex joke right there, because it's a sausage. They used to have that at Chipotle. What? They still that's why, that. yo, dude, yeah. that's right. Why? The one over here on, um, just, there's a street next to us. I'll wait to actually say street names. Uh, when I get off of this, I don't need people sending me shit. <laughs> uh, but the one that's closest to me uh, won't sell it anymore. They do it, they do it still downtown. So. Okay, well, I'm gonna just, that's a far fucking drive. <laughs> yeah, they used to sell it in Lawrence. I don't know if they still do, but. I don't know, but that shit was we spotted. Yeah, they were. Okay, anyway. so, so how do we spell your Instagram so people can actually follow you? Uh, at yeah. A-B-R-I-L-N-E-G-R-E-T-E. Or you can just follow Teresa Messiah and ask him for it. Exactly. Yep. And that's at Chorizo Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any underscores in that though? Any numbers? No, man. Well, okay. Um, well, then, I'm going to ask a quick question. Have they not answered the $20 one yet? No! Can we? Okay, let's just not even ask any more questions until next year. Let's give them a break to think about what they're doing. Like, you guys are giving up <clears throat> free Amiibos. I've offered to buy, like, $20 PSNs twice. For whoever answers the super, well, mine was kind of, my first one was kind of His, his first one was <laughs> bullshit. But it was like $20. Like, you gotta answer a bullshit, it's not even bullshit because you can just go on Google like, what is this, this? You know, like, answer the question like that. No one answered. What's the question? The answer, the, the question was, why is, from Mortal Kombat, why was Noob Cybot named that? And now you could have just Googled it. Yeah. Exactly. For $20, I'd have been like, let me Google this shit real fast. Maybe they're being serious. Because no one else answered it. See, and no one's answered it. Still, like, we, I, we had another question, uh, what, two weeks ago? Yep. <clears throat> for an Amiibo, which is like a, what, $15, $20 thing? Yeah, 15 And then yeah. I offered, we offered a And it's also a limited edition. They're both, actually, right there. Yeah. Like, $15, $20 thing? And then we had it's not limited edition. They're just extremely hard to find. Yeah, so, yeah. So I have that, and then I have the one... That I was not going to give away, which was Captain Falcon. Yeah. I have his as well. Um, but no, I bought that one and said whoever can answer the question of who's the 
who only had 250 cards released in Madden Ultimate Team for Halloween, you get this limited edition Amiibo. Or not limited edition, but rare. Yeah. He asked a question as well for the $20. Yeah, I was like, and who's it, the newest character they added to the... Uh, Super Smash Super Smash Bros. Cloud. Like, that's super simple. Well, now they can't answer. Yeah. After this episode post, there is no answering that. Even though in that exact same episode, Someone our guest answer. said the answer. And we were like, yeah, you can go back and listen to it again, you'll find the answer. So for $20, basically, they could have answered the question that was answered for them. <laughs> but no one answered the question. That is the most frustrating part about it. We literally uh, give them the answer, and then it's like, yeah. huh, no one answered the shit or not. No, I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> is, there, is there anything that you guys would like to add before we uh, get out of here? Um, no. If Jesus <laughs> could get a katana, I think he wants one. Or a double-sided big black dildo. That vibrates. For home defense. <laughs> to, be clear, <laughs> to be perfectly clear. For home anything you would like to add? Um, have you ever actually ever seen a double-sided dildo? Not in real life. <laughs> Dude, that would be an experience for you. Uh, so, we're not going to ask a question. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I, I'm going to laugh a nice amount as soon as we get out of here. My name is Dom. My name is Chris. And we, we got, got next. next.